I'm Stacy Gross, and this is Two Moms Day Drinking. In part two of episode eight, Mandy Englert talks about starting a support group for parents of special needs children in her local area and all of the crazy challenges that come along with raising three special needs boys. Our house is not normal, she says at one point, and a lot of people without special needs kids don't really understand why it can't be. But she explains it really well, so I'll let her go ahead and do that. Should we talk about heroes? Yeah. Yeah, tell me about heroes. What do you want to know about heroes? Tell me the story of heroes. Well, heroes all started the one night. Now, as a parent with kids with disabilities, I struggle. And I always felt like, okay, because I have my master's in special ed. I've dealt with um, autism since, that's like my my background. That's like my specialty area, if you want to call it that. And I still felt like... Wow, am I doing the right thing? Am I? Is mm-hmm. it my fault? I I blame a lot because I also understand like how domestic violence affects yeah dis- kids and yeah. and all of that stuff. And I would have bad days to where I'd be like, "Wow, is this my fault because I didn't leave soon enough?" And I'm like, "No, he was. I'm convinced he was autistic in the womb. He just was so. Act- I swear he was stimming in my." Sp- stomach so then that's how I like convinced myself that it's not my fault that it was something genetic he had um different indicators Mm -hmm. nature and nurture and you know what it doesn't matter because he is what he is exactly he's my perfect little Nolan yeah and then the one night a couple years ago I was tucking him in to some people it's funny but me it's just normal routine like you get a fleece blanket you have to find which side is softer yeah oh, so yeah. i know like with this fine night of freddy he likes the character the color size face down because it's softer and the yeah. next blanket has to go one way and the other blanket has to go oh harper has all that <laughs> the opposite whatever yeah. and he looked at me he's like mommy am i ever gonna get normal am i ever gonna be normal mm. i'm like what's normal bud he's like what do you mean i'm like well noah's not normal lewis isn't normal like and i'm far from being normal (laughs) and you're my son so i'm sorry you're never gonna be normal he's like oh i'm like why he's like because the kids are telling me i'm not normal how old was he at that point Mm, 11 no he's 12 now so I've been doing Heroes since 2018. So it would be like the fall of 2017. So what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. So nine. I get, I go downstairs and I go to bed and I just bawl. What's wrong? I'm like, no one said this and he's saying he's not normal. And he said the same thing. Well, what's normal? Yeah. And he's like, why are you so upset? I'm like, because it just breaks your heart. Because yeah. he can't help that he's autistic. It's yeah. not our fault. And I'm like, he has his specialty areas and not all the kids see it. And the kids see him stimming and they don't understand autism. They think, oh, you're autistic. You have to be stupid or I hate saying the word retarded. Yeah. And I'm like, they don't understand it. And then I'm like, oh my God, like here I am with my master's degree. And I have this background and I'm crying like a baby. What are these parents doing that don't have my background? Like if I'm feeling alone and I'm feeling like I'm wrong and I'm going through all these emotions, what can I do to help? And that's when I reached out to Melinda and Emily Wachter. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, hey, this is what I want to do. Is there anything 
and they're both like, that's a great idea. Warren needs it. There was a support group years ago, but it didn't last. And then they're talking, they told me about Emily Eggleston's. Yeah. How they, she has that webpage and they right. meet maybe once a month or mm-hmm. a couple, every a couple months or whatever. So that's what I did. And then I did my research on how to run a support group and yeah. what to do and then I'm like, you know what? I don't want it to be based on me. I know what I need. My stuff will fit in. What do the parents need? So then I was posting on Facebook like, hey, this is what I want to do. What kind of topics? And then like working at the freeze, parents will come up to me and be like, hey, what's this? So then I'm like, oh, that's a good topic. Yeah. Reaching out to Head Start. Hey, what do the parents need? What are topics and what are issues that people are saying that they need help with and then as a bsc i was really able to see different so now then i'm like that's how i get my topics like my topics are what parents need and what parents be like hey i wait applebee's a lot about Applebee's. Applebee's. Wow. <laughs> Friendly neighborhood barn. Maybe I need to become a professional waitress. You should. Mm, maybe that's my sign right there. <laughs> but it seems at... like everything happens there. Applebee's. You know, like everything happens at Applebee's. I just want to hang out there now. <laughs> I work at Double tomorrow, so okay, cool. feel free to come I in. might be over. <laughs> um, I was, I waited on a son that I knew who was, or a gentleman that was autistic and he was with his grandfather and a guy, I was like helping him out and I was talking, I'm like, Hey, have you ever heard of heroes? And I was talking to him about it. He's like, Oh no, this is my grandson and da da da. And I wrote down my information for him so he could give it to his daughter, son, who I can't remember who it was. And next thing I know, I hear Mandy, this table wants you. I'm like, who are they? They're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't just get over there. So I went over there and they're like, you were talking about a support group. I'm wow. Like, yeah. I'm like, we're talking about here. She's like, oh my gosh, my son is going through this and da, 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 da. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what do you guys need? Like, da, da, da. She's yeah. like, um, we need to learn about aggressive behaviors. And I'm like, this is where I work, my yeah. real job. And da, da, yeah. da. I've been saying, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a hold of Nicole and she was very hesitant. But her and I actually did a topic on aggressive behaviors. Of oh, course, cool. unfortunately, the family didn't show up. Aww. But I thought it was cool that I was just talking to a family and yeah. working at the same time. Yeah. I think that's when you get your sign. Like, I, for me, anyways, like anytime that I would get to do a story that was about parenting or mental health, mm-hmm. and it just became like people would come to me then and say I have this story and I was like that's awesome and I, I felt it. almost like a like a conduit for the for the story mm-hmm. you know they found their way to me and I put them out there and I loved it I that I love I love it I'm just a helper yeah yeah I get that like the one attorney that I had they're like Mandy you mm-hmm. can't fix everybody I'm like you know what I understand that <laughs> believe but me I know <laughs> I'm going to do anything I can to help somebody I'm the same way like if it's even if, it's if they don't deserve it like if if I can see that they're struggling and there's some way for me to help I'm gonna do it yeah. and even when I know it's not the best thing for me it's just part of who I am and that's I think why I screen out a lot of guys too they may not be able to articulate it but I think they can sense that and when I can sense that they're super attracted to that in me I tend to take a step back yeah does that like, you know yeah because I'm not gonna raise you yeah they, a lot. I can tell I've gotten better at learning when people are going to take advantage of that quality in me. <laughs> One of my um, uh, uh, talking to different guys, mm. what do you do if you see the car in front of you gets a flat tire? 
and they look at me. I'm like, listen, like this happened. Like I was with the guy, the mm-hmm. car in front of me got a flat tire. Yeah. And he's like, well, keep going. And I'm like, I want to stop. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to be the only person who gets out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like I want to help you. That has I to can. be your first. Re- like that has to be your natural response for you to even understand who I am. Yeah. Your first response has to be, I'm going to stop and ask if they need to use a telephone. Exactly. I'm going to stop and see if there's anything that I can do. You know, exactly. if that's not your first response, then we're not going to get along. And then, like, three miles down the road, I'm like, wow, I feel really bad. I hope they're okay. Well, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Listen, dude, like, I want to help people. I'm a helper. Like, yeah. if it's something, like, I have a group on Facebook called called Tough Cookies. I started it probably five years ago. It's just a little support group um, survivors of domestic violence. Not a lot of people post, but every once in a while it's somebody there. be like, hey, I had a bad night. Hey, I had a flashback. Or like, rather than killing my wall full of domestic violence resources, I right. posted in there just yeah. so... I know people are reading it, so mm-hmm. I know I'm reaching out. Yeah, and that's a that's a demographic that's just, too that just, you might just, not just... ever get confirmation that you've helped someone, but you know it has because yeah. you've been the person looking on Facebook mm-hmm. for some kind of something. Yeah, yeah, I it's get just, that. And like heroes, like that's just something I want. I want to help. I want to do more. And then yeah. heroes, we started doing. Um, we started working with Adam Menio and Dr. Clark and. Mm-hmm. He's always Dr. Clark. Bill He's Clark. always going to be Dr. Clark. <laughs> I even He's told him. never going to be like, Bill. Listen, Bill, you're always going to be Dr. Never Clark. Bill. I'm sorry. That's how I was raised. You are no longer Bill. You are now Dr. Um, for the playground stuff. And that was insane because a good friend of mine, they do a lot. Her husband's daughter was killed in a DUI crash. And okay, I met yeah. them through SAD. I heard so that story somewhere. Every year they do two benefits. Well, this year they did mm-hmm. one, but I always help out with the benefits. Yeah. It's just, they're like family to yeah. me, and I'm helping. Yeah. It's <laughs> like what we do. <laughs> and um, message me, and she's like, do you need any plastic eggs? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I have, like, five boxes of... Like 75 dozen eggs, oh, something sweet. like that. I'm like, yeah. hold on. Text Stephanie. Stephanie, hey, let's do a sensory friendly Easter, Easter egg hunt. Yep. And then we're like, where can we have it? Oh, let's have it. At- <gasps> let's get out of menu involved because it could be at the Lacey Playground. We mm-hmm. could have support. Yeah. And oh my God, we planned a crazy sensory friendly Easter egg hunt. I remember. Maybe. Five weeks. That's including advertisement, yeah. stuffing eggs. You guys got good turnout, though, too, didn't Oh, my you? gosh. Yeah. We had kids showing up an hour before. It was That's insane. awesome. It I was, love those it stories. It was so awesome, but yet at the same time, we felt like assholes in a way because there was nothing sensory-friendly, like our intentions. Yeah. Like, we had a prize section, a candy section, a prize and candy section. Right. And then we actually... Um, Carly and I took the time and made magnetic eggs and made magnetic yeah. rods. So if anyone showed up with uh, physical disabilities, yeah. then that was all there. And wow. like we had everything and we yeah. were explaining, hey, this is sensory friendly. Uh-huh. If you see a kid with disabilities, this is what it's about. It is all inclusive. Yeah. With the blows, all the kids go. Rawr! Oh, no. 
And then we had a table of prizes. So if they wanted, we had like maybe 20 prize eggs and mm-hmm. over 100 prizes. So if kids got candy and they couldn't have candy, they could yeah. trade it. Like we had everything. Planned out. Planned out and figured out. And next thing I know, parents were, what the hell? My kid didn't get this. And they had prizes and all the prizes. Like, whoa, wait a minute. First oh, that's of all, so. the prizes weren't for everybody to grab. It right. was for this. And then, so that then sucks. next year we're like, okay, next year it's going to be done in this way in age categories and unfortunately those types of things people get so entitled and they're like oh you're having an easter egg hunt i'm entitled to you know everything that i want out of it instead of just thank you for having an easter egg hunt yeah and telling your kid you get what you get it's like well why didn't my kid get and i'm thinking like because that's life i don't know I, I get really frustrated with it, the parents. It, it, it was frustrating. And then the beginning flyer said it started at 2 mm-hmm. or 3. Excuse me. We started it at 2. So we had kids show up at 3. So then we were running to Surefine, trying to stuff more Easter eggs. So we actually had two Easter eggs yeah. hunts. And it, we're going to do it again. Yeah. And we're going to do it every year. And every year it's going to get better. But for our first sensory event and the first Easter egg hunt. Yeah. It was a little like, rough. It wasn't... It was more frustrating yeah. than rough. And it wasn't anything we did because, hey, this is, we you explained can't everything. Anticipate. We can't predict when you yeah. do an all-inclusive event like that. You can't. You can't predict, predict. who's going to show up. You can't predict how on board they are, you know. And then at 3 o'clock, it started pouring down rain oh, and everybody no. left. And we're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> and then from there, we did the Easter egg hunt. And then... Um, we did the uh, sensory trunk retreat. That was amazing. Yeah. I wish I wanted so many more people to have cars, but it was just a perfect day, perfect location. Um, Father Schreiber from Holy Redeemer, mm-hmm. like he's my he's my priest, and he totally supported it. He came out and That's talked cool. to us about it, and we had like the big sale, the Lacey Playground, which we're going to do at no weather because yeah. the late... The playground's supposed to break ground this spring. Yeah. They don't have all of the money, but to my understanding, they're still going to break down, break ground rather. So, <laughs> but we're still going to be doing the events. Yeah. Um, but we had the bake sale, and we had prizes in the cars. Like Nolan mm-hmm. was the one who stayed in the car and passed out candy. Yeah, that's cool. That was amazing. And then we had our car we had toys and prizes yeah and he was supposed to ask this way we covered all of the grounds right. and like christy calvert came and um emily walker and like all of these businesses like, yeah came together and that's cool we're trying to get them like if you have a business like why not promote it yeah absolutely um white cane coffee they're yeah. a big supporter absolutely they donated coffee and they were there promoting their co- that's cool. listen that's what i want yeah. you to do yeah like you're helping us yeah. we're helping you that's the whole yeah it's that's how you build it, the village it was just so cool because there were no masks. None of the kids were scared. Cool. It was, yeah. we had the sensory activities. We had, oh, it was just, I like looking back, be like, yeah, this is awesome. I did this. Yeah, I know. I know. It's and everybody, just, it's so fun to stand in the middle of something and watch everybody having fun. Yeah. It's so much fun. I love it. It's my favorite thing. I had a little Easter egg hunt for just friends, kids, but there's a lot of friends and a lot of kids. I mean, and I had probably 500 eggs and just all over the yard, and, you know, probably 15, 20 kids. And it was just so much fun to it watch is. I them love. All. I just love it. And they're having fun and it takes, you know, 
It makes my day. It does. And that's why I like having the fun house. Yeah. Having all the kids over there. I love it. Like, the fact that it took me seven hours to put up my trampoline by myself. (gasps) Oh, I I did it. Yes. I conquered it. Yeah. Yeah. The first year. The kids are, like, jumping on it and they're loving it. And I'm like, yeah. Like, that's the. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Yeah. Is the. Seeing everybody have fun. Seeing somebody enjoy something. Mm -hmm. And then um, from Trunk or Treat, then we did uh, sensory friendly stuff at the Christmas walk. Okay, cool. Which was awesome. We had, Santa was on 2nd and Liberty, and we were at the admin offices of Northwest. Oh, okay, cool. It yeah. was just awesome, because in yeah. my head, like, you know, this is a prime location. Yeah. Kids get cold. They could come yep. in. We have sensory-friendly. We had uh, relaxing instrumental Christmas music. Yeah. It was, and not once did I feel overwhelmed. No. That's cool. Like, I sat there. I played Play-Doh at yeah. my station. Yeah. All night. That's cool. And I would look up and be like, wow, like I'm still cold. Like it wasn't chaotic. And I'm like, you know, this is what it's about. Yeah. It's for you kids made that to come space in for out of the yeah. chaos and the cold. And right. We ran out of hot chocolate in 20 minutes. <laughs> so <next> Always. <laughs> it doesn't matter what snack you have. It's always gone immediately. <laughs> so again, it's something that yeah. we're going to do again next year. I just, I love being able to provide the activities That's, for yeah. the community because there's so many kids mm-hmm. that are autistic or have sensory processing or even anxiety. Like oh, it's yeah. just something, something you don't think about is really an issue for someone else, yeah. you know, and those, those experiences that are part of your tradition are not an option for a lot of families and a lot right. of people. So it's cool that they are able to still participate and they and have that. we were like right there. So even if they were physically disabled or mm-hmm. a family that normally wouldn't go to the Christmas walk because mm-hmm. of right. behaviors or whatever, like we were right there. So they could still be a part of it. Exactly. That's awesome. And if they would like come in. That's exactly have a- what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. When I say change one person's world. Yeah. You know? I think a lot of people hear and they're like, oh, that's cool. That's cool that you did that. But I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, for this one kid, that's everything. That kid's going to remember that for the first year he was able to go to the Christmas walk Mm -hmm. because there was some place for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if if they have, like, a temper tantrum in the middle, like, it's... Mm -hmm. It's not, that's why we're there. They're not going to feel completely out of place and judged and because everybody's yeah, there for that reason. Exactly. Yeah. Like, your, your child is melt, having a meltdown, like, bring them in. Get them out of that environment. That's why we're there. We're yeah. not going to be like, oh, my God, did you see that kid? Yeah. No, that's why we're there. Yeah. That's, that's I awesome. want to provide that for the family. And then we did that um, Meet the Santa, and oh, my God, like, I teared up. Really? He's like, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to come out? I'm like, no, I want you to interact with the kids. He came, the kids, we had a decent turnout. And he actually, like, I had pictures of him. There was this one kid who was so afraid of him. And Santa Claus sat down. Like, they were all sitting at a table and coloring and playing Play-Doh. And Santa took his gloves off and started coloring a picture of Santa Claus. I'm like, wow. Like, he's yeah. interacting. Yeah. Like, it's more relaxed. It's not go sit on this stranger's lap, which I tell you not to do every other day of the year, you know? Right? And then they're like, Santa, I want to play Play-Doh. He's like, well, bring it down. <laughs> <laughs> so they 
next thing you know, Santa's playing Play-Doh. And then I look over, and Santa's now sitting across from this little boy. And they're, like, interacting. And I'm, That's like, cool. I'm sitting back. I'm like, this is what it's about. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm helping that little yeah. boy. What is it about that? And man, then, I get it, though. And then I see him, like, come around. And he, like, pokes Santa's back. <laughs> and Santa will turn around. And he runs back around. That's I'm like, so cool. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I'm like, Curly, do you see Stephanie? Do you see this? After, it was maybe, we did that for, like, a half hour. I just wanted the kid, just so they knew that he was a person, not yeah. some, a scary monster. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right. I'm like, guys, let's sit on Santa's lap. And some of them went over. You know, one little boy gave him a high five, which mm-hmm. was yeah perfect. But it was the fact that he was still interacting. It wasn't yeah. like he wasn't It's on their terms. That's exactly what it was. We did that. And then Santa's like, hey, I have to get going. I'm like, perfect. And as Santa's leaving, like these two boys that were afraid were like, Santa, come back. Yeah. And they gave, ran over and gave him a big hug. Because they like, had an opportunity to warm up to the whole thing like, without. That's what it's about yeah. right there. It was totally relaxing. It wasn't like 50,000 kids coming yeah. in. And they had so much fun. That's cool. And I'm like, you know, some days like that, I'm proud of myself. And then some days I'm looking at my name tag trying to figure out my name. I know. I know there are days where I'm like, how am I even still alive? I should be dead right now because I'm not very smart. And then there are days where I'm like, that's what it's about. It's like you said, to give those families that opportunity, Mm -hmm. no matter who you are. Yeah. You still want to participate in the stuff just because, I mean... And it's hard because everybody, there's so, there's so many opinions and it's, it's not even, I think sometimes I don't care if you judge me. I just don't have the emotional energy to even deal with it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of those families, and I, I mean, I don't know, but I would think that they probably wind up missing out on a lot because it's just like, do I really have the emotional energy to invest in this experience today? Right. You know? And that's the thing. Like, even if they got there mm-hmm. and they're, and I get it, like, mm-hmm. I have Lewis who is has ADHD specific learning disabilities, yeah. anxiety. Even though his anxiety now that things have settled down is somewhat calm. Nolan is autistic, and then there's little Noah, who's both of his parents are incarcerated. He has learning disabilities as well. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. Yeah. Like you're, there's nothing. And then working up a GA with youth at risk, being a BSC, like I seen it. I get it. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna judge you. And if you come in and you look tired. I'm going to take over. I'll be like, hey, come over here. I'm going to give you that little break. And that's why I have heroes, too, so the parents could come in, sit down, have that support. Yeah. Carly takes the kids. It is so. And does activities with the kids so you can listen to the speakers. That is such a major thing. And I don't think people fully appreciate when I can take, when I can go somewhere and enjoy something. And my kids can also go and enjoy it. But we don't have to be right together and I get something out of it and they are having fun. That's huge. Agreed. That is enormous to me. Mm-hmm. You know? It is really. <sighs> I, and that's one of the concerns when I started here as was the parents saying, well, what am I going to do with a sitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bring an them. impossible situation. So to be able to bring the kids, but bring to know them. that it's not going to be an, an issue. Like Carly, she used to work at the DeFreeze. So mm. her clearance, she has clearance. She used to work with me at St. Michael, Mike, <laughs> St. Michael's, which not a lot of people know about, but we all had the autism trainings mm. through the autism borough. And yeah. she that's has cool. a lot of people close to her that have disabilities. Well, mm-hmm. she's my best friend. So she She's around she them. It. She gets and it. And that's why she steps up and that's does cool. the activities and 
she's great with the kids. The kids love her, so it's not. Yeah. And then if the kid has a TSS, like mm-hmm. that's TSS hours too. Like that's it's cool. only an hour, but the TSSs are welcome yeah. to come. That's awesome. If it's gonna, if it's gonna help. Yeah. If, and that's my thing. I don't think people really understand. They're like, but why? And I'm like, because somebody feels better at the end of it. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's the end. Mm-hmm. There's no, uh, that's all. You feel better at the end. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really underappreciated thing that not enough people can find, you know? Mm-hmm. So when you find it, that's awesome. You that's just got to really get cool. the people to go, which I understand. It's on a Thursday. Yeah. And people go to work and come home and... Mm-hmm. I have people who go through drive through real quick and come in and mm-hmm. eat, which is absolutely fine. I get it. I really get it. I'm trying not to take away from, like, their weekend life. Right. Yeah, you can't reach everybody. You can't, you know, all you can do is make it available. Mm-hmm. You have to do what's good, you know, what what works for you, too. Yep. You know, so the I only, think that's really cool. The only thing I've learned is not to do summer meetings <laughs> <laughs> because nobody shows up. Summer meetings, <laughs> I tried that first year. Like, I'm like, even if we just have, like, a picnic, how cool would that yeah. be? Because it's interaction. The parents don't have a topic, so it's actually, like, the support support Yeah, it's just like a get-together and... social thing. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we'll just do it throughout the school, which is fine. It's kind of funny what you expect is going to work is not always how it works out, you know? Yeah. What you expect to be great is not necessarily what's needed, so it's kind of fun to watch it adapt and evolve. You know, to what people need. Yeah. In the process of all of that, Stephanie Sturdivant got a hold of me. Um, and she started a support group called All About the Feels. I, I, yeah, I'm familiar with it, but not super familiar it's, with what um, it's all about. It's just, it's a support group for kids with sensory processing sensory disorder. Issues. And that's, um, I help facilitate it. I just love it. And I, I honestly wish there was, I mean, making heroes a nonprofit. I wish it didn't cost the money to, because that's like, that's it's like so my hard. dream. Like, I would love a business to be like, hey, we will hire you on strictly in yeah. this component. And I'd be like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, I could meet more than once a month. I could do more sensory events. Yeah, you think about all this, the things. I could that, do this. Yeah. And we could do a walk to help fund it. And we could do this. Mm-hmm. And You're just right, like me. I'm like, right now, like, it's all out of my pocket. It's yeah. all. And it's limited. Yeah. Yeah, I but get what that. what I do for, like, the trunk or treat, like, as soon as we decided we were going to do it, like, I would take a little bit out of each mm-hmm. paycheck yep. and, and do just what get I ready needed to do, yep. and then... I wish there, there were, um, like, a legal, um, some sort of a legal nonprofit so that people could go and get advice on how to do these things themselves, you mm-hmm. know, how to file paperwork for... Even, like, my divorce cost me $9.50. Nice! How to file for divorce by yourself, you know? Like... Just, I don't know, like a legal service for people. I cannot afford a lawyer. I think about that a lot lately. Like, what if I needed a lawyer for something? I would not be able to afford one for anything. There's, there's a lot of attorneys that will do pro bono. Really? Because, I, I mean, I just went through two <laughs> right? crazy You've had some... custody battles. Yeah. And my poor attorney. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is my situation. She's yeah. like, whoa. Okay. They're sitting there calling me up, telling me that I'm not his mom and... Mm-hmm. And here I am, unrepresented. Yeah. Do you mind if we subpoena so-and-so? I don't care. Why are you calling me? Because you don't have an attorney, so we have to make sure it's okay. <sighs> I did that for like a month. And Man. I'm like, no, I need to... F- yeah, you gotta have... And then yeah. my stress level dropped like... Oh, I bet. Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna be screwed if I ever need a lawyer. 
There's some good ones out there that would help we'll you see. out. I'm pretty good. I'm in good shape. You know what? That's the one thing about the way that it all shook out. I wish that I had left. I wish that I had had the insight that I have now then. But he cooked his own goose. Right. And now I don't have to deal with it. I have legal custody. I make the decisions. Um, that is the uh, the only good thing that came out of the way that it wound up. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so. I, I wish I was where I was, where I am today back mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh my God, mm-hmm. I still love him. Custody papers. Why didn't I do this? Why didn't I do this? Because that was a perfect opportunity to get primary custody and mm-hmm. do this and yeah. do that. And... Because you're a helper. Because you don't, your brain doesn't work that way. I know, you know, yeah. Oh, I was at rock bottom. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. When the day that he was arrested is for sure my rock bottom. And I've been to jail. I've been addicted to numerous substances. Um, You know, I've been suicidal. Like that was, that day was rock bottom for me. That's the worst day of my life. You know? Yeah. It's so weird. I didn't even realize I was at rock bottom. You don't. I, I didn't even know it until the one day, like, when Justin and I first got together, I'm taking selfies. And, oh, my God, Stacy, <laughs> That's the first time I actually saw who I was. It's like, you so look weird, in the mirror it? and you get your hair done and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and you see yourself, but you don't see yourself. No. You look right through yourself. And then I, I bawling. Like, I... Ugly cry, yes. hyperventilating, almost in yes. full blooming panic attack. Justin comes over. He's like, "What is wrong?" I'm like, look how ugly yeah. I am. Yeah. He's like, "Look how beautiful you are." My God, it's so ugly. Yeah. Look at. Took my arm and hauled my ass into the cafeteria, into the cafeteria, <sighs> school mode, to the bathroom. Yeah. Appropriately, it wasn't abusive at that time. Yeah. He's like, "Say ten things you love about yourself." I said two. And it was probably hard to think of those two. Yeah, he had a spoon feed me. And that's when I realized, like, oh, I'm in bad shape. Wow. Like, I couldn't even say I was a good mom. Yeah, I, I've been there, girl. I know. I was like, I like my smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, wow, my smile has gotten me through life. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep smiling. <laughs> World is falling apart. I'm going to smile. It's like yeah. Dory. <laughs> I don't keep swimming. I just keep on smiling. Keep, keep on smiling. smiling. Keep on smiling. <laughs> Until you have a breakdown. Until you have a breakdown. <laughs> and I'm going to smile through the breakdown. <laughs> Until I get in the shower in the car by myself. Yep. And then I'm going to ball. And then I'm going to lose my shoes. And then I'm going to open the car door. I'm going to keep on smiling. Yeah. 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 I get it. I've been there, man. Now I'm just, everybody is like, I, I can't tell if you're angry or aggressive. But your resting face is not inviting <laughs> i'm like i wore out all my smile muscles man today is not your day <laughs> oh i try to soap I'm, I'm a positive person i i mean because we've been through so much see mine just i am too but like it takes the form of dark humor and people don't really know how to take dark humor like they're not too mm-hmm. sure like sarcasm and you know gallows humor and i don't know that's just how i deal with it you know people are People are more uh, bigger fans of just smiling. <laughs> oh, we just get, and and my group of friends are we're all the same. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hilarious. Like we'll have like five different conversations in one conversation, yeah. and we all understand. And yeah. at one point in time, we're probably crying so hard we're pissing ourselves. Right. Yeah. And that's just you gotta have those relationships. You gotta have those those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's hilarious. That's and how the, you get the through. stuff we probably talk 
worse than men do. Oh, hell yeah. I know. I know me and, like, <laughs> my girls be like, some men would be walking out blushing. <laughs> you know? <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> like my, um, one neighbor, he came over for, no, he wasn't my neighbor. He was um Louis Nolan's good friend's dad. I'm like, oh, come on over. Come meet mm-hmm. us. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I didn't think. <laughs> I felt so bad. Because he just all my girlfriends and him. And him. <laughs> that must have been the most uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's I'm like, you're fine. I'm like, you could have talked. This has been educational. <laughs> this has been enlightening. I'm going to go. <laughs> my neighbor, the one who always catches me at my bad moments, mm-hmm. he just accepts us. And he fits right in. That's so That's cool. hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, you are one of us. You get it. It's like, rare you to totally find. You get it. You get it. You know. Hey, if you see that fire going, you know you're welcome. You know, yep. It's so cool <laughs> to find those people. I love it. <laughs> and I'm like, thank God I have a cool neighbor because yeah. I'm sure everybody else thinks I'm psycho in I some know. way. I know. There are days where I'm like, I have just embarrassed myself. But it, like, I'm past a point now because this is Warren. So now everyone knows that I'm insane. Like... I just publicly embarrassed myself, but I can't help it. We are what we are, you know? Yeah, right? We are what we are. Yeah, I don't... What you see is what you get with me, you know? Exactly. I just <laughs> I just texted that to someone. Like, yeah. if I'm comfortable with you, I have no filter. That's the thing. If I'm comfortable around you, it's completely cool. But if I'm uncomfortable around you in any way, I get weird quick. Yep. I get weird quick because I don't know what to do with myself. So I, I just I'm do the all the way. wrong like, things. <laughs> I just don't talk. I, like, shut down. And then once that person is re- is removed, then I come out of my shell. And, mm-hmm. But if I'm I'm not like that with a lot of people. Right. But if I get certain vibes from you, man, you're not. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm, this, I'm the same way. Oh, that's another thing. Like, being a parent with kids with disabilities. Yeah. Like, my house isn't normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, like- it's not. Like, I when you come into my house and you see a kid's shoe... And you want to be like, no, like, get over here and clean it up. He doesn't, like, drop what he's doing. Right. Hey, but first of all, he's not going to respond to you if you're yelling. More than likely, he's going to be crying by the time you get to him. Because he just, like I said, he just can't handle it. But you have to give him time to process. Yeah. And plus, probably, he's probably playing a video game or playing. So then, one, you have to get his attention. Right. Give him time to process. Right. And then ask one request. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be like, hey, you need to pick up your shoe, pick up your coat, oh. hang up. Because the only thing that's going to happen is He's gonna... the shoe and the book bag. Yeah. Anything in the middle. Yeah. So you have to, like, break everything down and yeah. do. I will have a meltdown if I tell her to go clean her room. But if I go, if, if, if I tell her, go put your books away. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and puts her books away. And I tell her, okay, go make your bed. You know, that's how we get things done because she can't handle... If I tell her go clean your room, she's gonna lose her shit. Like she can't handle it because it's so overwhelming, and I get it. Yeah, you know, I totally get that. Like, and like with Noah, like everything is a preparation. Mm-hmm. You can't can't surprise him with stuff. Can't no. Like even like he knows every Wednesday he goes to his grandmother's. Mm-hmm. Well, it's different during wrestling season. Mm-hmm. He's had some shitty surprises. And then, so. so every night, like okay, tomorrow when you get home from school, you come home. Yeah, and then if I don't do it. I, like when it comes to wrestling practice, mm-hmm. like if I don't stay, he worries about me the whole practice. So what is he getting out of practice? Like last night I was sitting there. I'm like, well, this is the first time I sat down for an hour and a half all day today. And I'm not doing anything. I'm watching Noah wrestle. How is this a bad thing? 
And I'm like, well, he needs to learn. But yet mm-hmm. at the same time, he's eight. Like, I can't be that person yeah. to be. To just leave him. Yeah. I And I tried that yesterday. I'm like, hey, I got to run in here, sit in the car with mm-hmm. with Bosco. You yeah. can see me did it. He, yeah. he couldn't. He couldn't do it. That's so He ended hard. up running in, crying. And I'm like, oh, I feel like an asshole now. Yeah. Even though you're able to. But that's all, like, the attachment. Like, yeah. he. There's so much stuff that has to be done in my household to get through even having dinner. And, like, Christmas shopping for Nolan, like, he needed pants, okay? He doesn't, like, he wants to wear shorts all year round. Yeah. So I'm not going to let him because they have to walk to school. Would it Does it make my life easier? Yes. It makes yeah. Me, I would love to be like, hey, buddy, wear shorts. Every-. So then I had to find pants that had fuzzy stuff on the inside of the pants. because, mm-hmm. But that he doesn't like the ones with the rims around the bottom. But mm-hmm. those were the only ones I could find. So yeah. thank God they were big enough to wear. It didn't feel like Right. A he band. doesn't like wearing jeans. He doesn't like. And it's mm-hmm. just so many. <sighs> Sounds so much like Harper. It's, Harper's it's... so sensory. Just. Um, just very unique. <laughs> she yeah. has very unique sensory issues that mm-hmm. I remember looking back though and being a kid and being like, that was a sensory issue, mm-hmm. you know. But in the eighties, you just dealt with it, right? You know, you just deal with stuff. it. Like I have all the from all about the feels. Like I've all the kids have access to all of that stuff, That's but cool. they also know that my house is a safe zone where no one can sit there and watch a video game and jump and. And he could stim, and he knows as long as he doesn't jump in front of our view, he's he's okay stimming. Mm-hmm. Some people come into the house and look at him like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Nothing. What the hell is wrong with you? Get out. <laughs> you know exactly. Yeah. So it's not in here. And, there's nothing wrong with me. That's challenging as well. Mm-hmm. Having like like my group of friends, they get it. Yeah, they understand. Yeah. But to bring, bring like, somebody new, into new that. people into the house, mm-hmm. I, always, I always feel like I have to prepare them. Here is your study guide. <laughs> this is this. This is this. Here's the manual. This, this is this. This yeah. is this. Like, my household is not a normal household. Right. You got to adapt. You got to adjust. You mm-hmm. got to. And I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I you think. can't yell. You can't, even though I do yell. It but, happens. But Nolan knows. Mm-hmm. He, he knows that he's safe with you. Right. But if it's someone else, that's going to be an issue. Correct. Until, yeah. And he doesn't do well with animated hands. He doesn't, like, I can't, like, if I am yelling, I can't include a swear word. Because then he thinks I'm calling him that name, mm-hmm. even though I'm not. It's just, it's... It's, it's so hard. It's it's tricky. And yeah. it's exhausting. Oh, I bet. I bet. It, it really... It, it's exhausting I, just with mine. Mm-hmm. And to have that added level of extra needs, that that would just be I can't even imagine. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even realize like wow, I'm so tired and then I'm watching like my friends with their kids. I'm uh-huh. like, Wow, okay. Yeah, it's overwhelming. I get it. Like, right. It's overwhelming for everyone, but there's this extra but then I'm like, well, we're wait, a level deeper. Wait a minute, no one does that. Wait a minute, your daughter didn't do that. That's mm-hmm. normal? Oh, well, that'd be cool if he did that, because then that'd be, like, five steps less than yeah, I had it. Right, right. But then I'm like, wow. Like, I didn't realize, like, mm-hmm. how I have to adapt my house. It's just how you, yeah, get used to each other. I mean, that's just... It becomes what it needs to become yeah. for everybody like it's, to be It's okay. normal routine. Like, yeah. I go in, I'm like, all right. Gaskin's on fire, all right. This is how we gotta diffuse it. We gotta do this. Okay, yeah. Noah, you need to wear this pants, you gotta wear this shirt. Noah, oh my god, honey, like your pants, your underwear are both inside out and backwards. Yeah. Turn your shirt around and yeah. it's Bye Mommy. 
I am in it, awe because I it's just and you just do it. You just adapt. You just you never know what you're capable of until you're tested. Yeah. And I think I I didn't realize I watching like I said watching my friends, and then like their friends have disabilities as well, mm-hmm. and then they bring yeah. another kid in. Like Lewis babysat a little boy who is social emotional, mm-hmm. and we're like yeah no problem like I got this I'm a BSC like mm-hmm. we got the behaviors. And to bring him into the mix mm-hmm. of our routine that was already established. Yeah. That was a rough week. I bet. Because it was like, Mom, he did that. But okay. But this is what you do. This is right. what he does. Like, you're doing the same thing, but you have to do different steps to get there. Mm-hmm. He yeah. doesn't understand. Like, he has these anger issues. He has. He doesn't understand why you did that socially. He doesn't understand why you did that in the emotional. Trying to make them see each other's to empathize with one another yeah well you know how you like your blanket this way he likes his blanket that way so yeah. you don't need to tell him how to use his blanket because he likes it this way you like it that way Why, that is the most fascinating thing for me right now with the girls they're they're just at that point where i'm finally starting to be able to get through them like other people have mm-hmm. feelings just like you do yeah and it's oh it's oh it's exhausting it is. It's exhausting to have to explain to my child why she should care about other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or why why it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what that – they're more like – and I think it's because they're naturally like helpful too. They want to help. But I have to explain to them like it, you don't need to worry about that person. That person's okay. Mm-hmm. This is a person who needs help. This is a person who's fine. You don't need to worry about how they're singing their song. You right. know, like singing songs. Uh-huh. I'm the only lot one who's allowed to sing in the car. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody else's. No. So then all you hear is stop singing. Yeah. Ma, stop. <laughs> Noah, shut up. Shut up. Stop singing. Because Noah, he doesn't know all of the words, so he mm-hmm. makes up words sometimes, mm-hmm. and that bothers me. Oh, and then, yeah. Oh, and then you it, bring in another person who's going in the car to go, like, if we go to Prescott or something, mm-hmm. and they want to bring a friend, and then yeah. you bring them into the mix, and they start singing, and then you're like, no, 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 oh my God, stop, stop. <laughs> and then That's you hear funny. the kid going, no, oh. chew with your mouth shut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Ma>! <laughs> it never stops. It's always something. Crank up the music. All right, right. I'm singing, so I can't hear you chew. (laughs) I can't deal with bell noises at all. (laughs) Mandy is a whole lot more bubbly than I am, and she's managed to remain positive through things that I can't even imagine. But she's an excellent example of how taking hardship and refining it into help for someone else is one of the best ways to overcome your own adversity. If you live in the Warren area and you know anyone who could use some support as the parent of a special needs child, get a hold of Mandy on Facebook or check out her Hero Support Group, which also has its own Facebook page. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend and come back next week for another episode. The music for this podcast was written and produced by my father, Bob Gross, on his goddamn electric ukulele. I'm Stacy Gross, and this has been Two Moms Day Drinking. See you next week.